Welcome to PDPW's podcast. Here's Bill Baker. Every day we have an opportunity to determine what happens in our lives by the choices we make. And that includes choices in regards to communication and relationships. Today, Hank Wagner encourages us to be more consciously aware of the communication styles we have in our day-to-day lives in this week's podcast titled, Communication Choices. Some time ago, Pam and I decided to go out for a very nice evening meal. And we heard of a really good restaurant, a place that we had never been before, but heard good things about it and wanted to check it out. We walked in and sure enough, everything looked really nice. We went up, put our name in. They told us we were going to need to wait for a little while, which is okay. It's another good sign of a good place to eat. And they pointed us to the waiting area. And it was a, a, a beautiful place, not just to wait until it was time to be seated, but to communicate. There was very soft, comfortable leather couches kind of in a number of configurations, uh, small circles. There was a fireplace nearby. Soft music, music not very loud and distracting, but just music that kind of added to the perfect atmosphere. So Pam and I sat down across from each other and and began to talk about all kinds of things. And after a short period of time, we couldn't help but notice another group of people. Three people came in, went through the same process that we did, went up, put their name in, realized they were going to need to wait to be seated. And then all three of them came and sat down not very far from us. And we noticed that as soon as they sat down, there was very little communication between them, but they all decided, they all made the choice to pull out their cell phones. And it's almost like it was a routine, a habit, because as soon as they sat down, they just automatically reached for those cell phones. And over the entire time that we had been waiting, which I'm going to say is probably in excess of 30 minutes, there was very little communication between the three of them. The limited communication between the three of them usually was related to an occasional point to one of their cell phones. The group would look at it, laugh, and then go back to communicating with their cell phone. There was communication happening. It was much different than the communication that was going on between Pam and I. It was communication with their cell phone. There was giving and receiving of information with their individual cell phone. And I happened to notice that even after those three individuals were escorted to their table. 
It didn't significantly change. The cell phones were not stowed away, and communication then proceeded between the three of them. There was a little more communication, but the cell phones still demanded the majority of the attention. Now I understand. Communication times have changed. I witnessed texting coming to life. I'm old enough to know what life was like, what communication was like before texting. And I'm not about to say that texting is bad, evil, wrong, should have never come. But I am saying is we need to make a choice, a conscious choice in how we use not only texting, but other forms of communication. The very first text was sent by a British engineer from a computer to a cell phone on December 3rd, 1992. And the message that he sent was Merry Christmas. That gift, that present, completely changed how we communicate. And it's not just texting. There's lots of technology that has changed how we communicate. There's all of these, these abbreviations or slang that's used in texting. I've seen a few websites that talk about SMS language. Short message language. And there's like 2,500 abbreviations that you can use in this short message language or texting. And then there's the correct use of emojis. There's even kind of a code that uses keyboard symbols to communicate. A Twitter dictionary to help understand Twitter abbreviations and slang. Communication has changed. And just because something is new and different doesn't automatically mean it's better. So in my opinion, we all are responsible to make our own communication choices. So I would encourage you to think into and to be more aware of the communication in your life. Whether it be in close relationships that you may have, specific times that you communicate, whether it's in your home, with employees, when you go out to eat, when you do certain events or activities in your life, be more conscious or aware of the communication that's happening and decide if you're okay with it. In my opinion, I think that it's important for us to know, to realize that we are responsible and we are accountable to make the correct choices in how we choose to communicate with other people.
And I guess I think that we should control the technology rather than allow it to control us. We can determine our own habits. We can determine how we use all of this communication technology. So I want to throw out just a few ideas, a few things for you to think into as potential things that you may want to change. And maybe you don't want to change anything and that's okay. But if you want something different, you will need to change something or it stays the same. So in my opinion, eating is one of the first places that I want to look at in regards to communication. We all eat on a regular basis, and I think it's really important that that's a, set aside as an intentional communication time. So we have rules or boundaries around eating. At home, there's no technology. No technology allowed when our family is eating. When anybody is eating at our home, the TVs are off. And there's no phones allowed. Unless it's a really important call that somebody's expecting, phones are not allowed to distract this really important time that we're together with each other. It's also limited at other times in our home, in our family, when we spend time together. Because in our opinion, we choose to make the relationship, the communication between us more important than the telephone or any other forms of technology. When we go out to eat, not only do we choose a place that's conducive to good communication, but we choose to not allow technology to interfere. I really don't like going to sports bars to eat because of all of the television sets. And even if you try really hard to not be distracted by all of those TVs, it still happens. So when we go out to eat, we try to choose a place with a good atmosphere and limited distractions because that time spent together is important and valuable. Another spot where you may want to think about is we spend a lot of time in our vehicles. And oftentimes, when we're in vehicles, we're distracted by the use of technology. And I witnessed this as our children were growing up and uh, our daughter Laura played a lot of sports, so we would take her and her friends on a regular basis to uh, different games either to play in or to watch. And as the texting became more commonplace, we would see all of them glued to their phones and very little communication with each other. So as parents, Pam and I decided that the car was going to be off-limits to technology. Now we even went as far as saying 
the radio was also going to be off. So we took away the phones, Game Boys, radio, music. And what do you think the first words were? This is boring. I'm bored. But it forced communication. All of a sudden they were asking questions. We were talking about our lives, learning more about each other. So choose what you're going to do with your time, your high-quality time with your family, whether it's at home or in a vehicle. I would also ask you to maybe even consider designated communication times. In times where you don't just talk about business or weather, sports or politics, but have designated communication times to learn about each other, to allow feelings and emotions and our thinking to come into play. It'll strengthen our relationships. And maybe even over the next period of time, just be consciously more aware of the communication styles that you have in action. Everywhere you go. And some of those you have no control over. And that's okay. But some of them you'll have a, the opportunity to make a choice to improve communication. So if you feel like the communication in your life is great just as it is, don't change anything. If you would like a small improvement in a certain area, then you're going to need to change something. Make a small change in that area. If you don't change anything, nothing changes. If you've realized that you need a major improvement in communication, that's going to require major change. We have a tremendous opportunity to determine a bunch of what happens in our life by the choices that we make. And that includes our choices in regards to communication and relationships. Our thanks to Hank Wagner for joining us this week. And a reminder for more resources and other podcasts, go to pdpw.org. To the professional dairy producers, you are the most important asset on this planet. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. Brought to you by the PDPW, Dairy's professional development organization. More details at pdpw.org.